0: looking
1: great. here you go Hi everyone welcome back to the Sci-fi wise guys podcast. My name is Anthony and my name is Chris. Hi Chris how are you? I'm doing well this early
0: morning this early beautiful bright sunny not hot at all.
1: It's not even supposed to get to triple digits today. <laughs>
0: yesterday was deceitful. Oh? I, uh, I went to a local art thing. Mm. It's, it's called the Chicken Farm, uh, where they have vendors, and sometimes they have live music. And, uh, and yesterday they had a guy with like a tortoise. That was pretty cool. Cool. And it was like, it was sunny and bright and not cloudy all day. And so we were only there for like an hour, hour and a half. Got some stuff. Not cloudy all day. That's uh yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then and then we we get home. Then I had to go to Tar- uh, Best Buy because I had to buy a new mouse because uh, the other cool. one I had was dying, and my Joy Cons have stick drift. So I wanted to get some new Joy Cons for my trip. Fun. And then uh, we stayed inside for the rest of the day. And then I guess the sun decided to hide behind some clouds. So
1: nice, <laughs> nice. What what type of mouse did you get?
0: Uh, I got the the Corsair scimitar rgb elite we are not mm. sponsored by corsair but corsair if you do decide to sponsor us i could use a, another one
1: <laughs> yes corsair if you decide to sponsor us yeah
0: so this is the yeah. mouse i was using it is a naga also not sponsored by razer but a naga pro and it's got the detachable plates where you can put on the different buttons for whatever reason this particular model suffers from this really annoying stutter where like your entire computer Stutters and it only occurs with this mouse, and I know that because at first I thought I was having graphics cards issues, and then I, I told a buddy of mine about it, and he sent me this Reddit post. It's like three years old.
1: That's always the way, right?
0: Yeah, and so I I started reading it. Turns out like other people have experienced this problem. They told me to factory reset it, which I did, and I uh, updated the firmware in it. Still happened. I contacted razor got it RMA. They sent it back. It still does it, but now it no longer connects to Bluetooth. So I just decided to get it. it got mouse. worse
1: yeah <laughs> so nice nice so that was my day the only thing i've ever ordered from Razer also came no i take that back i didn't order it from them but it did come back broken and it took a month of back and forth yeah to be like look other things like this other product from this other company it works just fine so i know it's not me i'm gonna need you to fix this they replaced it and it works but i couldn't imagine replacing it and not working that would be i'd be furious I have another little wireless guy. I think I mentioned this one on the pod before. Like yeah. I use this one for everyday driving. Oh,
0: okay. For gaming, I like to have the buttons on the. You like the, the uh, side. like the
1: numpad buttons on the side, so I don't have
0: to take my hand off the keyboard. Yet. Sure,
1: sure. I'm a five button mouse guy for mm. everything. I'm also wired gang, so I can't actually show you. Let's <laughs> see. Can I get it high enough? Ha ha. Ah, yes. yeah. It's a
0: Deathstalker, right?
1: No, no, no. Uh, it or is a Mamba. Something? Which is, so yeah, it's similar to the Death Adder. I think the, the big difference being that this is actually a thicker, like mm-hmm. uh, it's got more width, and it's got tilt scroll on the uh, the bar oh. there. I, I Int- previously used, uh, I have a couple of Death Adders in a closet somewhere. And then uh, you might call it my daily driver for work. Is this magic <laughs> mouse Yeah, for my MacBook, yeah. Don't recommend. <laughs> I will eventually decisions. join Wireless Gang. <laughs> It'll it, like the next time I need a mouse, I just I like I'm just now to the point where I'm like, oh, a wireless mouse would be convenient, but it's not necessary, so I can't I can't make myself purchase it. Sure. We'll yeah, I
0: got a little charging dock, it, and it it works great when the when the the mice work. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> when the when the product works as advertised.
1: I I bought some other things. I had some other stuff coming from eBay, but I will share that. And a later date. Oh. I really want to talk this movie, if that's okay. okay. Yeah.
0: Before we do that, can I do some housekeeping on my oh. side?
1: Oh, you got some housekeeping.
0: On Friday, we released the first episode of Podcast SG Fun. Feel free to download it on all your podcasting platforms, except for Apple Podcasts just yet. This sounds like a um, shameless plug, not house. It is a shameless plug. It sounds, like you're just,
1: it sounds like you're using my platform. <laughs> yes.
0: And then also, for longtime listeners and uh, Jatro, if you're out there, <laughs> we finished J-Tro. at Tro July. We watched his uh independent reality TV satire film, Wet and Reckless. Yeah. Uh, listening to the episode after recording, and I realized I may have come off a bit harsh. So just, I'm not necessarily issuing a retraction. Maybe just a uh, a clarification of my statements. The only thing I didn't enjoy about the movie is that it was low budget. I just want to point that out. Like all my complaints, anything that I I criticized was only due to the budget. So J Tro, if you're listening. Please don't take any of that the wrong way. My only critiques is that you didn't have enough money for the movie. That's all.
1: <laughs> yeah. Is the this I can say this is the first time that we've released an episode and then Chris has messaged me after listening to it going, Oh, I don't I don't think I got my point across at all. Like I like, think I was way out. I was way out. My apologies. Yeah. yeah. He he accepts your apologies, I'm sure, if he ever <laughs> the, hears them. The great Joke is I don't benevolent. Accept I'm upset He's about a, it. Be- <laughs> I'm going to He's continue benevolent. to be upset
0: about it. He's a very gracious, giving God. So <laughs> he is. He, is a he gracious. will not shoot me with eye lasers.
1: I don't know if does he have eye lasers. I mean, he might. I don't know, man. This next movie is going to go <laughs> off the off the tilts. <laughs> awesome. I have some housekeeping as well. Okay. Uh, and that is to say that we watched the 2022 American science fiction action film Prey.
0: Oh man, I had a whole bit for
1: this. Well, we'll we can
0: rewind and you can do a bit. I was going to say, <laughs> we played the 2006 first-person oh. shooter game developed by Human Head Studios. And then I was going to say, oh, no, I'm sorry. We played the uh, 2017 <laughs> first-person shooter game. Yeah. It's too late.
1: It's too late. No one <laughs> understands. So this is a not a sequel. This is an installment in the Predator franchise. It is direct to stream, released on Hulu Friday, August 5th which uh, we're recording this on Sunday, August 7th, and you'll hear it in the next couple of days. Um, so we're going we're to a quick turnaround on this one. Normally we give ourselves a little bit more lead time. Let's get some facts out of the way before we we dive too, too deep. So on IMDb, this thing is sitting at a 7.3 out of 10 star rating with 36,000 votes at the time of recording, uh, with a median score of 8, 28% of the votes at an 8, 25% at 7. And then 10, 9, 6 from there. So generally well-received there. Uh, Over on Rotten Tomatoes, 93% fresh with an 82% audience score. Critics' consensus, the rare action thriller that spikes adrenaline without skimping on character development. Praise a Predator sequel done right. I don't know if it's a sequel, but okay.
0: I think a lot of people would agree with the usage of that word. Because it is, uh, I, it is technically a prequel for yeah. all intents and purposes. Sure. But yeah, like, I guess you could say that it, it is
1: an addition it's to an, the it's to, a, it's to a the new franchise. Yeah, there is yet to be, with the exception of the uh, the spinoff movies, none of the Predator movies are related to one another beyond the fact that they all mention yeah Arnold Schwarzenegger in a jungle at some point. Except this one, I I couldn't tell. Yeah, this one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if they did <laughs> they, they were just like <laughs> in the future 300 years from now <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 over on metacritic this thing's sitting at 70 70 metascore with a 6.2 user score fantastic
0: i think it's the first time i've seen both of those colors be green
1: yeah i think so this might be a first kind of round it out over here with Letterbox. Letterboxed three point seven out of five. So you know what? Letterboxed might become the new meta score. Ninety percent of uh, Google users like this. Of course they did. Uh, so what is what is that out of five? How do we translate that? What does that come out to? Seven point four?
0: What ninety percent?
1: No, letter. Um, we're still talking about Letterboxed. <laughs> oh no one yeah, cares you, about Google users. You just double it, I assume. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that would be what seven point four. So overall, very well received by critics and audiences uh, i think that might be a first i'm trying to think uh, are not the first time that critics and audiences have enjoyed a movie but the first time that critics and audiences have enjoyed a movie that they we then get to watch for the podcast because even like the marvel stuff we've watched hasn't been universally maybe wandavision was kind of universally loved but it still had some detractors which, which i'm sure this does as well
0: what did the Snyder Cut do? Oh, the Snyder Cut that was, <sighs> uh, fifty-four Metascore,
1: eight point four user score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Critics were maybe a bit harsh on the the Snyder Cut. Uh, mate, well, they were probably right. Let's be honest. <laughs> In retrospect. In retrospect, they were probably right. As this is a movie that I more or less picked uh, because I saw the the 30-second teaser trailer and said, oh yeah, we're watching that. Before I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, before you did. Uh, I'll give the floor to you. Give us your thoughts, opinions, first impressions. Go for it. I found Prey
0: to be a very interesting movie for a couple of reasons. And I actually have a list here. I very rarely make lists these days unless it's for work. Number one, I believe this is a well-rounded, well-shot well-directed, well-acted movie. I think it is a fine addition to my collection of Predator movies. I was talking to my uh, wife about this, because she watched it with me. I just put it on yesterday. I I didn't prompt her. I didn't tell her I was going to watch it. We got back from uh, the chicken farm. We sat down to eat some dinner, and I was like, cool. And I just grabbed the remote and put it on. And She watched the whole thing. She didn't play on her phone. She didn't leave the room to do anything else. She watched it with me. This thing is billed as a science fiction action film. And I think that, for the most part, that's an accurate statement. But all of the Predator movies, with the exception of those two from the early aughts and then the the last one that had peel i didn't watch that one the predator i think is what they called it Mm -hmm. Uh, we should also mention that you i think you binged the entire series yeah
1: oh leading into this i actually had recently seen predator and the predator Uh, and uh so yeah this past week i watched the other four Okay. So these have, uh, these movies always
0: have like some slasher elements. Like the real difference between Freddy Krueger and the, Preda- the original Predator movie is that instead of a bunch of teenagers fighting a guy who lives in a burnt out building somewhere, this is a bunch of muscle bound military soldiers. So it is still very much a slasher, but it's not a horror film. Like it's intense, but it's not scary. And I think this movie dances on that knife edge pretty well. I think as a veteran of watching these types of movies, like you can always tell when someone's going to die. (laughs) Like it's not, it's a lot different when you're watching something like the conjuring or, you know, and they're like staring into a dark doorway and then the camera zooms in slow, and you're like oh my, god, oh my god 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 and then all of a sudden like it whips around and whatever is standing behind the protagonist right like you always know when the predator's around we just don't know how he's gonna be killing people until he starts doing it and i really enjoyed that about this movie i found the i don't know if it's a reimagination of the predator itself i really liked its look mm. it definitely reflected the you know no pun intended primitive nature of its prey it was very in the other movies like i mean yeah they use technology but they're usually i think sometimes the the, the aliens themselves the yawn ti i think is what they're called in the extended predator universe they're like overburdened especially the second one where he just like starts running through his gadgets As the movie Mm. progresses, it's like, okay, cool, yeah, I have a spear, and now I have a discus, and now I have this net thing, and then now I got this whatever, whereas in this one, I think it, it used all of its gadgets not in a very cheesy way. It's like, I've got this cool shield that I not only use to prevent myself from getting shot, but I can also use it as a weapon and I'm going to use it more than once cuz I'm not just trying to sell a toy here. <laughs> I've got I've got this uh yeah, I've got this yeah. this helmet that shoots these spikes. Uh, that's a bit of a head fake cuz normally that those that 3 dot red laser oh, thing yeah. shoots energy blasts or
1: whatever. When one of the 3 dots starts moving I, was, yeah. I had an, I Wait! what, what, wait, what, what? what's happening? that's not how you play the game. This isn't, this isn't how this works.
0: I, I really enjoyed the hunting essence of this movie, like, like, deep down. What this movie also does is it, it tells a story without holding my hand. Mm. I don't want to say there's very little dialogue, but I think there's long, long silent sequences Like, it's not a silent movie. Someone can do the math at some point. But I would say there's probably, like, less than 30 minutes of actual dialogue in this thing. That's how I feel. It's 100 minutes. It tells a story about a disenfranchised... And this is... I'm reading this straight from the wiki. A, quote, skilled Comanche warrior, unquote. Naru, she is the little sister of a great hunter. Regardless of the gender of the characters, everyone can relate at some point to this story, whether it's an older brother or, I'm sorry, an older sibling or uh, a friend like someone who's just naturally gifted at something that you desperately want to do
1: a parent yeah
0: yeah is recognized for that and it's not so much an over overcoming like that it's like i have to prove myself because this is who i really am I think it does a really good job because the predator alien and Naru, I mean, they share a lot of similarities. Like, they're hunters. Duh. Yeah. They are both each other's predator and prey. I think that she goes the longest. I think of it, like any character who actually sees this alien in any of these movies, I think she stays alive the longest. <laughs> Like, she always manages to escape at the last minute. She uses her brains. There's a lot of cool scenes where, sequences, I guess, where she could die. But instead of fighting, she chooses to run away. And I think her her mom even tells her, like, the whole point of this tradition, this ritual that we have is you're not going out there just to hunt and kill. You're going out there to survive the longer you survive the longer you have to kill whatever you're hunting and she ultimately proves that like she stays alive the longest she ends up being the person who kills the alien it's really really fun movie i do recommend
1: fantastic out of all the action movies i've seen in recent years i think this one had like got the most reaction out of me she runs away when she's supposed to run away and i i said out loud good oh she's running good like (laughs) You know, they find the near the beginning. They find the predator tracks, and they're not sure if it's bear tracks or not. And she's like, "No, I don't think this is a bear. This is bigger. It's on its hind legs. Like, what skins and debones a snake like that?" She's like, "I'm gonna go out tell my brother," and they, <laughs> the other guy's like, "All right, you go with her." and help her and i'm like oh that guy's dead he yeah. just got red shirted so hard <laughs> <laughs> and i was i forget who said it because i was watching with the, uh, my dad and a few friends and somebody was like well at least he got named before he got killed like yeah <laughs> Paku. To get, yeah 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 Paku. he didn't even get killed by the predator that was the, the sorry <laughs> part did you find it a bit weird that that dude dies but no one mentions it? Or did he not die? I'm confused. Like, he gets attacked by the lion and pulled from the tree. He screams, and then we hear a crunch, and
0: then we don't hear him. We don't right. hear him make any noise ever again. But right. yeah, but well, no one. Because they don't mention any of the other ones that died either.
1: <laughs> well, because like, they at that point, they saved the one hunter who got mauled by the lion. Mm hmm. They save him. The next one dies by the lion, but they don't mention him. They go, oh, hey, by the way, that guy you helped save lived. Hey, not, oh, by the way, that guy who was talking way too loud. In my mind, I'm just thinking, why yeah. is this guy talking so loud while they're trying to hunt this lion in its den? And then he gets killed. So it worked out. Like I felt, I felt pretty smart when that guy died, but that's good. And that's kind of the point I'm trying to make is that the main character in this movie makes smart decisions the entire time. Yeah. And when she makes mistakes, she's able to recognize them and adjust and adapt. She wins in the end because she's able to adapt faster than anyone else, including the Predator. And every time that someone did something stupid, they got punished for it. Like every time someone did something stupid, they died. I don't think there are any exceptions to that whatsoever.
0: I think that the only person who died that didn't do anything stupid was... Homeboy who gets his he gets his leg cut off. Oh, sure. Somehow, and she fixes the wound or whatever, and then the predator steps on his unbroken leg and he screams. Yeah, (laughs) that's how he's killed. Yeah, yeah. That was it's the only it's the only person who didn't die because they were an idiot. I think.
1: There are people who died, even though they weren't idiotic, but I think everyone is punished accordingly. Yeah. Like I mentioned a moment ago, so I've rewatched all the movies. So this past week, I watched Predator 2, which I had seen as a kid on cable. <laughs> so I I've safely say that this is the first time I've actually seen this <laughs> movie. Like I remembered the events, but like actually watching it. Come on, Mel and Farmer. Yeah. I watched Predators, which I've seen once before. And then I watched the Alien vs. Predator movies. I'd seen the first one. I'd never seen Requiem. Don't recommend it, Uh, it's pretty bad.
0: that's the one that's the one i was talking about the one that was really bad yeah because that's the one that tries too hard to be like a freddy krueger movie or a jason
1: oh yeah like everything yeah. like they they artificially darkened the movie like yeah. i thought something was wrong with my stream on hulu because all of these movies except for the the one that came out a few years ago are all on hulu right now so you can go crazy so we rewatched all of these prior to prey i think predator 2 was probably my favorite just because of how different it was, but it also has that like it's filmed in nineteen or it's released in 1990 it takes place in 1997 so it's that game warfare is completely taken over all of Southern California, <laughs> like demolition man type like what's Miami? You know no it's la
0: are you sure i thought it was my
1: i mean yeah i mean i just watched it i could be wrong but Fair i watched enough. it like I mean, you might be right. five it days ago but it, it doesn't quite fit like they all have guns with like little silver sights on them they just took a normal like glock or, or 1911 and just put a laser sight on it to make it look like it's 1997 you know like okay <laughs> they're still wearing pleated pants my
0: favorite sequence of that movie i just I want to jump in here is is when he first when danny glover first arrives in the movie Like, he drives his car like a psychopath. He breaks his door off for whatever reason so he can hang out the side. And then when he gets to that car that has, like, the conspicuously opened door... And he has that shotgun, and he just blows that comically-sized hole in the door. I was just like, come on, people.
1: What are we doing here? (laughs) But that's that's something I've appreciated about the Predator franchise, more or less, is that every film is an installment. It's a different story in this universe. It's almost an anthology. Well, it's an anthology that's poorly named, because Predator 2 is not a sequel to Predator. It doesn't have the same Predator. It doesn't have any of the same characters. They mention dutch and team but that's it predators has nothing to do with anything else they mentioned dutch and team but it doesn't have anything to do it doesn't take place in the same area they don't fight the same predators they all slowly add on to the lore right the predator which is the one i remember the least probably for for good reason adds a lot more to the lore but it did a bad job of making the predator imposing so they're all a little bit different and then you have prey who okay we're going to do we're not going to do a prequel even though it's 300 years in the past because none of these stories are related anyways and then it does kind of tie in at the end i mean as soon as as soon as the frenchman handed her the talk pistol, I was like, that's the pistol from Predator 2. hundred percent, that's the pistol from Predator 2. And then they look at it at the very end, I was like, I was right. And like, not only was I right, but so was everyone else in the room. <laughs> like, Hey, do you think that's the pistol from Predator 2? Nah. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it is. Like, there's no way that's not, right? Yeah, Totes, that's pre- pistol from Predator 2. This is my favorite. I think this is my favorite Predator film. The first film is probably better for its time i'm gonna lose some street cred here i don't think that the that 1987's predator holds up as well as people would like it to the effects are amazing the last half of the movie is just awesome like that line which they repeat in this movie if it bleeds we can kill it yeah is top 10 like one-liners of all time, just fantastic. But the whole like introduction of the spec ops team, <laughs> the overabundance of testosterone, and what what is was it called? Steroids, yeah. yeah. And them just slaughtering <laughs> a village full of locals, or like a like they're they're terrorists or rebel fighters in the woods or whatever yeah. they are. A I, cartel or the, whatnot. Yeah. yeah, like they kill them all. Like the predator isn't there for a long time. It it takes way too long to set up how just amazingly badass this team of Americans is. And so like, I I don't think the movie led by a led by an Austrian. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Named Dutch. Well, his nickname is Dutch. I think he actually has a different, it doesn't matter. My point is, is that the movie's great, but it was still 1987. It still falls into the trap of a lot of tropes from that era of the big macho action movies. So as much as it's good and it does have a higher rating on IMDb than any of the other movies including this one, this one comes in second place. I still think that Prey is my favorite. I love that kind of juxtaposition like the the name even the name Prey, like she's the prey, then the predators the prey and then it's the whole hunting each other thing like and the slow reveal of it. I'm glad that we didn't spend too much time with the Frenchman. Like they basically show up and then 20 minutes later, well, you shot at the predator and uh, <laughs> guess what? You're dead. All of you are dead. Uh, all but, what, two survive and one dies shortly after and the next one gets used as bait, yeah. uh, which is nuts. So she she learns, she overcomes, the, the violence and the action is fantastic. The character growth is just enough. It's exactly like the right balance that I would want from a character in an action film. which She's more struggling against herself. And yeah. her environment and that she is against people. And I'm not going to lie. When I saw the, the little bit of a, a trailer, because all I watched was a 30-second teaser trailer. And then I saw something else like a month ago, like a YouTube commercial or something. And they're like, well, why do you want to hunt? She goes, because you say I can't or whatever. I was like, okay this can easily go super cheesy, like way too far. And it doesn't that yeah. moment in the movie was actually, you know, between mother and daughter. And like this very, like very much, I'm, I'm I know I'm going against what you think I can do, but this is why I got to do it type of thing. Instead of it being some sort of, uh, she's not giving a manifesto or something. <laughs> Right? Yeah. She just goes and does it. Well, that's what I meant. Like,
0: it's a struggle that everyone can relate to. Exactly. Like, it, a lot of people probably will unfairly frame it as, oh, this is Hollywood trying to push the feminist or quote unquote political agenda. Oh, yeah. But it's literally someone struggling against like, I don't want to like, I don't want to say what the pressures that society puts on them. But it's someone struggling with their place in the world. Which yeah. regardless of who you are or how you feel or where you come from, everyone can relate to that. It just happens that it coalesces into a story of a young Native American woman. <laughs> this story could have been told anytime, anywhere, in any society and, we, and you would have gotten it.
1: Yeah. I a hundred percent agree. Like they could have told this kind of story with a with a different cast, with different characters. You could swap yeah, it could have been in genders and nationalities Egypt. and time frames. Yeah. They could have yeah. done all sorts of things. But, I mean, obviously this, them being Comanche does tie into, because uh, it wasn't the, there was a Comanche member of Dutch's team in the first Predator, if I recall correctly. It's been a little bit.
0: Dylan? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. He's that like that a little, guy. But yeah, it, uh. it like fits
1: into the overarching mythos that is Predator a little bit better this way. But you're right. Yeah. They could have gone super ancient, which could you imagine? Wait, not Dylan. Uh, what's his name? I don't know. Let's find <laughs> out. Billy.
0: Billy Soul. Yeah. Yeah, I was just I was just looking up Sunnyland. Yeah, there a, you go, Sunnyland. That, I was looking actor, for the actor's name. Yeah, that's a that's a guy.
1: <laughs> Regardless, you're right. Uh, if you really want to, you can find all sorts of reviews that came out for this movie before it even released, or like right away on the day it released, being like, "What this this short what is it short young female has defeated the seven foot tall, physically stronger advanced technology?" Blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, you didn't have an issue when the fifty some odd." Uh, average height the black man did it in predator 2 <laughs> like like what are you know or maybe you did City lover's kind of big is he big. i don't know i say average height average height on screen he's still way shorter than oh the, yeah the
0: well i mean like they are intentionally like the predators are intentionally portrayed by bigger people oh um, for sure i mean yeah the one who did it in the original movie kevin peter hall yeah huge right? Um, seven foot two <laughs> <laughs> very sad died at 35 he did he oh that's i don't uh, know
1: that yeah the guy who played the predator in this movie i don't know how tall he is let's find out dane de i'm putting his name six in foot
0: in nine six he's foot a professional nine. american basket
1: former basketball player oh well okay fair enough six foot nine geez right great physical acting oh yeah a hundred percent so we both liked the movie. It was fun. It's a great action film. Definitely watch it. And I think even if you haven't seen any of the other Predator movies, you can watch this film. That's the thing with the Predator films. Like I'm trying to think. Like you could watch Predator Two without seeing Predator. The later movies, maybe like the, maybe the newest one from a few years ago, you would miss out on some of the lore and some of the references and stuff.
0: I don't think you need them. I agree with you that you can jump in at any yeah. point in the in the quote-unquote timeline.
1: Yeah, because it's just, like I said, it's very much an anthology.
0: They're interconnected in an abstract way for the most part. If if we can, if you want to talk about something else besides this particular movie, I'd like to talk about, I guess, the Predator as it exists as a character, and oh. maybe in some of the other movies. If you want to do that or talk about the cast,
1: yeah, we can talk about the cast of this one. I, I do want to do want to ask you what you thought about the design of this Predator compared to some of the other ones. So, you know that, let's do it. I did like it as movies. I don't want to say get
0: better or whatever. <laughs> as movies like continue to get made and and stories continue to get told by different storytellers. And those worlds get brought to life, things change. And I think that for the most part, this was a pretty good change. I I mean, even in today's day, watching the original movie, that costume and makeup is like astounding to look at. Like it really is. Like it's still impressive to this day. Just what they're able to accomplish with what they could. Like, so the dreadlocks, I remember reading about it as a as a younger adult, are just garbage, garbage bags. Rolled Uh-oh. up and then they taped them. Nice. That's why they look so thick and heavy. It's because it's just a bunch of plastic. Also, famously, this is uh, a little bit kind of related. Jean Claude Van Damme was supposed to be the original Predator. Yeah, I've read that before. Yeah, and apparently he was either too short or they didn't like his portrayal, so they um, hired Kevin Peter Hall. I really, <laughs> short. I, I liked. The redesign, I think that the, the mandibles, those were more true to life to what I suspect mandibles would look like instead of just being kind of like four talons that just kind of yeah. <laughs> they actually like they fold out and I think in Predators we see and I think maybe in the in the Alien versus Predator movies as well but like we see different subspecies of these things. Yeah. There's like a really big one who's hunting everybody if I remember right.
1: Predators has four different Predators in it. And one of them's like based off the original Predator, but is smaller than all the others and is hunted by them. And then in yeah. The Predator, there is a big one and a small one, but small mm-hmm. one's still like completely crushing us, of course. I
0: mentioned earlier, like I did enjoy like the primitive aspect. He doesn't wear any armor besides his helmet, mm-hmm. which was a really cool helmet. I did like the design of that helmet. I thought that was really neat. Oh yeah. I almost got some In Night Shyamalan the village vibes from that mask for a little bit, but they quickly... <laughs> They quickly dissipated. How about you?
1: I love the design of this Predator. One thing I really, really enjoyed about Alien vs. Predator and Predators... Man, like I said, the naming conventions are yeah. absolutely horrid. I like the design of all the Predators. I think they all look fantastic. From the simplistic kind of jungle Predator in the first one, the city hunter in the second one, the glimpses we get of all the other Predators at the end of Predator 2, the Predator in, in Alien vs. Predator that looks like a, I don't know, like a samurai or a shogun or something. Yeah. Like he came on screen, we were re- re-watching. I'd seen that movie before, but the movie came out in 2004, so... I saw it in, you know, 2004. So it's been a minute, but he comes on screen, he's got kind of the samurai looking helmet you know, kind of Japanese inspired. He's got the poles on his back with the skulls on top instead of like a flag or something. I was like, this is the most amazing looking predator. I'm so excited to see him kill some aliens, maybe some people, maybe both, you know, this'll be sweet. And then an alien shows up and stabs him through the chest in the back and he dies (laughs) immediately. He does nothing (laughs) in the entire film. And I was like, well, this guy's a chump. What the heck was this? That movie. We'll talk about it another day. Maybe we'll do a, a Predator month or an Alien month or both. Maybe who yeah. knows? This is absolutely my favorite design. I think that I've seen a few, not reviews, but like people discussing it, like on social media, referring to him as the Feral Predator because they all get like nicknames. It looks like the skull of a larger predator infused with some technology to make his helmet. Like that is that is the most metal thing. It's like I took the skull of a bigger human, put it on my face along with some technology to make it into yeah. my, you know, into my uh, yeah. sci-fi helmet thing, like shield slash cloak slash sights for my cool spike gun. I like how he still has advanced technology, but it feels less advanced than the other predators. Which, well, yeah, it's a toss up between whether or not that's done because it's 300 years in the past and they haven't developed these these other this other technology even though they have well, space travel or yeah. is it that he's just like oh when I'm hunting primitive people these are the equi- this is the equipment I bring because i bringing a rocket launcher to kill a tribe you know what i mean like doesn't sure that's why he wears less armor and i think that all ties into like
0: how hunters i like IRL like the, sure. some people hunt with a bow. Some yeah, people hunt exactly. with a gun.
1: Exactly. That's the vibe I get from it for sure yeah. is that, oh, well, I'm on this planet that's much more primitive. They barely have projectile. Well, they have bows and arrows uh, and a few like guns. Sure. There, there was not enough jamming with all those guns. <laughs> It was very cool. Like, I liked that he went in with that equipment. And you mentioned, like... It, it was something I thought of when you mentioned that in Predator 2, uh, the Predator starts going through gadgets. And I'm like, well, that one at the time was, like, the future, right? So 1997, seven, eight years in the future. He's in a city that's, like, it's active modern warfare is how they describe that city. I'm like, yeah, he has a ton of gadgets and armor because he needs it. while well, this one yeah. is like, yeah, I'm killing bears with my bare hands. It was a very different style of Predator. Uh, so I, I think... I liked the gadgets in Predator too, so I was a little upset that you you said that. But no, 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 no. I I, di- I didn't hate the gadgets. I just but meant, meant just, that like, like he does basic Machina himself out of like several things. He's like, oh, you think I've cornered? Well, here's the discus. All oh, you think I'm yeah. cornered? Well, here's my med kit that I had pulled out of somewhere. I'm pretty sure that wasn't on his body beforehand. But
0: well, I guess what I meant by like because there's the scene when he's killing all the. I mean, he kills a lot of drug dealers, but <laughs> yes, he does. By the way, not the Yonti. That's a snake race from Dungeons & Dragons. The Yauta. yauta. The yauta. Yeah. Interesting. But I meant like it just he just gadget dumps. Oh, sure. He's like, cool, I'm in this room with all these drug dealers. I'm going to stab one dude with my knives, my, my wrist blades or whatever. And then I'm going to stab another dude with a spear. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to throw my net against the wall. And then I'm going to use this discus. And then I'm going to do the laser thing. It's just like in this one... There really isn't a scene like that. No, you're right. He's fighting the three natives when Naru gets away the first time, and then she meets up with that other guy who's taking a squat. That was pretty funny. Like yeah. I thought he was gonna die like yeah. when he was doing that. I wouldn't say he gadget dumps them. We just see him
1: use them in one continuous shot. Yeah. I thought that was oh, pretty yeah. cool. It yeah. was really good. Out of all of the predators, what's your favorite predator gadget or weapon? I mean it's the discus. It's the discus, okay, yeah, the Tron disc, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean,
0: this is like I think the second movie that I remember in which we see someone kill the predator with their own gadget. Because Danny Glover, I mean, he, yeah, the guy blows himself up or whatever, but Danny Glover like uses the discus against him and really is the, the catalyst for his downfall. Mm-hmm. And in this one, it's the helmet that shoots the spikes instead of
1: the energy blast. So I thought that's that, oh, that was yeah. really cool, but yeah, I think the the discus, think the discus. Yeah. okay my favorite is is 100 the net the yeah. net is so cool <laughs> and every time the net gets thrown i'm like that's the net oh yeah <laughs> like uh, you, the net the guy in uh alien vs. predator the net obviously in predator 2 and then the net in this one finally gets used to fruition squeezes that guy until he's nothing he is a pile of viscera it was yeah. amazing. And I loved it. Uh, yeah, the net is by far my favorite uh, of the gadgets. Although I will say like the kind of spike, what would you call it? Like a dart gun? Like a sci-fi dart gun? The replacement for the the three laser weapon?
0: Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool too. It's a crossbow, like pretty much. Like Oh, yeah. Okay. It's just a bolt.
1: It doesn't come out that way. So I didn't think of it as a crossbow, yeah. but they're kind of like crossbow bolts. Yeah. I called it a dart gun. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, th- it's, that's just a... It's the next logical conclusion. Like, hey, uh, a a long, skinny piece of metal. What if we made it bigger and heavier (laughs) so it could do even more damage? And it can't miss, Uh,
1: more or less. No, that's pretty good, too. The net is so cool. Sorry. I love the net. No, the net's great. You mentioned that you might. Did you watch this with the Comanche dub? I started the
0: Comanche dub and then if i was going to watch this movie in Comanche i would have preferred if they had re- if they had filmed the entire thing in Comanche 100%. Then, yeah. But i i know that's probably not feasible but i just i couldn't get over the uh the lip sync
1: uh, yeah I watched it in English I checked out a little bit earlier today I was like okay what, what how is the Comanche dub like is it an actual dub or is it like refilmed and no it's it doesn't feel right like the it's just something the, was the lip syncing and everything like it was a really cool idea I wish that they had recorded it in Comanche I would have watched it that way um, maybe maybe not my first viewing especially the uh, friends and whatnot, but maybe in a subsequent viewing the show Vikings we've talked about this yeah they they film everything twice like once in english and once in whatever language they speak oh uh, not vikings i'm sorry Northmen. northman yeah the the comedy version of this <laughs> not... <laughs> i'm trying to find remember the name of this because the northman is that movie that just came out earlier this year oh then that's the northman. Northman. north man norseman north Norse. technically it's the same word first episode of that show is hysterical oh the the whole show have you seen season two yet oh my gosh
0: no, I just I just watched the first
1: episode. I just was cracking up the entire time. It's so good. Okay, fantastic. I want to talk about a couple of the actors, if that's okay. Uh, yes, I would love to talk about the actors. We've talked about the Predator, who was played by uh, Dane DiLiegro. DeLie- De- 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 Liegro. Yes, yes. I'm so sorry for all the ways I've just mispronounced your last name. Our main character is played by Amber Midthunder. She does not have... Very many credits, 31.
0: And that's more than Tabe.
1: Yeah, we're going to get to him in a moment. I don't think I've seen her. Like, I'm looking, I recognize some of these, these shows she's in. Obviously, she was in an episode of the original, so you're familiar with her work. But have you seen anything else besides that?
0: I have seen The Ice Road and The Marksman on Netflix's Q.
1: Oh, well, that, well, that counts. Because they've got, I think they're both Liam Neeson, like, oh, action films. Are they? Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, How did you feel about her performance? How did you like her, not like her? I enjoyed it. Um, Like... (laughs) Like, I
0: have in my notes that she's like Aubrey Foyer. I'm sorry, Aubrey Foyer, because she's not... Like, she looks like Aubrey Plaza, but she's not Aubrey Plaza. Oh. Uh. Just a little bit. Like, there's a... I think it's one of the shots from the promotional material where she really looks like Aubrey Plaza.
1: Huh. I didn't catch that, but okay.
0: I thought she did a really good job. Like I said, this is this is a movie that can tell a story without holding my hand and making me go through it. There's very few exposition dumps just flat out which is really neat. We get, I think a, a tiny bit of exposition when they're like explaining the the ritual, but I think that she portrays a young woman coming of age, finding herself really well. I mean, she sold me on uh, on her little Sherlock Holmes stuff. Yeah. Like all, all the different things, like when we first run into the quicksand, I'm like, cool, we'll we'll talk about this later
1: i didn't get that foreshadowing at all i was like why are we spending so much time in the quicksand why yeah. didn't she just turn around and get out i don't understand what's happening and then like later the predator falls in the quicksand i was like uh oh my bad i missed like most basic of things it was
0: funny. My wife was like, "Oh, the predator's gonna show up, just like it with Dutch in the first one, because she's covered in all that mud. It's not gonna be able to see her." That that was a fun head fake. I thought that was gonna happen, and it didn't.
1: When the predator comes out of the mud, I'm like, "Oh, he's doing his best Schwarzenegger impersonation right there." Yeah, just <laughs> covered in it. Yeah, it's a nice little tie back. You really enjoyed it. I liked your portrayal. Yeah. Yeah, I I did as well. I mean, I have. I mean, this coming from a suburban middle aged white dude in <laughs> modern time in an air conditioned room, who on paper should have. Nothing in common <laughs> with this character. I think she she portrayed her in a way in which I I went along. Like I understood her motivations, I understood her feelings and how she reacted to things. I didn't think she, I didn't feel like she ever really overreacted, underreacted. I really was like you said. I was bought into the uh, the Sherlock Holmes part of everything. When I first saw the trailer, I thought that this was Emily uh, tosta from Willy's Wonderland. From Willy's Wonderland, yeah. <laughs> well, she's in Willy's Wonderland. She's also in uh, Mayans MC, which I yeah. uh, watch, and so with the makeup and all that. I was like, oh, is that her? And it's not, but I would be eager to see her in other things. Apparently she's in the new Roswell, New Mexico show on CW. So she's now a CW actor. So, I mean, I don't know. That's, that's the career choice you've made. (laughs) The other, uh, the other actor I want to talk about, the one who played her older brother, Tabe, Dakota Beavers, actor and musician. So apparently he does other things. This is his only credit. This is it. This is his debut into acting. I liked him. I felt like, uh, and this is going to be a critique on the entire show or the entire movie, sometimes the dialogue felt too modern. I don't know if that that makes sense to you.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, they use words that I don't think they would use. Yeah, And
1: just some of the, way that, the ways that they said things, like this guy has a very American accent. Sure. And I'm saying all this, I don't want them to speak in broken English. I don't want them to, uh, like there's a balancing act and I think the movie does a, for the most part, a really good job of sticking there to where it's like, okay, look, they're obviously not speaking English, but we're just going to have them speak English. We're not going to put any like modern colloquialisms in there or anything like that. But Dakota, like he started talking and I was like, oh, this guy's very American. Like it it just, it kind of just popped out at me. And I don't know if it was the dialogue that was for him or just his portrayal. Uh, But seeing that this is his first foray into acting, I'm I'm leaning probably towards a little bit on the, the portrayal side of things. The dialogue definitely doesn't, take you out of the movie. It's just a few points where I was like, "Huh, that feels slightly out of place." But then what do you do? Like you go <laughs> you either film the entire, you know, a movie in Comanche and just roll with it or you make it modern. I, I I like the choice they made. It made sense, but I don't know, how did you feel about Tabe?
0: I really like Tabe. I think he's got a great career ahead of him if he decides to pursue acting. Yeah. It's something that I also talked about with my wife yesterday. Is I know it's way late in the episode for us to talk about it, but listeners of the show, we do no research before we watch any of these movies Anthony talked about seeing the the teaser. I mean, that's the same for me. I saw the the trailer and then you know closed off my brain for that because I just don't need to know. I didn't know that there were Frenchmen in the movie. Yeah, I was under I no the idea. impression because I remember reading some stuff about it at first, and it was like everyone in this movie is native. I didn't realize what they meant was everyone who plays a native character is in fact a Native American, which is really cool. Yeah, maybe the reason why they didn't film it in Comanche is because they're not all Comanche. Which, there oh, is something but, to be said about sure. that. Like, Amber Midthunder, I think, is, she's part Sioux. I looked up Dakota. He is also part, he is, I, I'm not making this up. It's spelled OK. O H Pueblo. We were talking about it. She said, well, maybe there might be some people, maybe they didn't film it in Comanche because that would have been disrespectful to the Comanches.
1: Sure, I, there's nothing disrespectful about speaking someone else's language, but if you don't speak it well, that could right. be disrespectful. Yeah, I uh, think that's absolutely. what you
0: meant. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it just made me think even more about like whenever they have, like this is going to sound way left, left left field, but like in coming to America, oh, do people in Africa get offended when a, Eddie Murphy pretends to be an African prince? Well, it's a comedy right? Like it's, it's part of the joke. This isn't a comedy at all. It's serious. And I think if you're going to, if you're going to have serious acting, you need to, you need to take that casting seriously. And I think for the most part, he does a really good job of being the stoic older brother who takes the responsibility of taking care of himself and the tribe, you know, or taking care of her yeah. his family and the tribe. I think that some of the other actors probably did a better job. Uh, I think Itse. it's a, who is, I think he's the guy that had like the, the red kind of thing Rufio? on his head. Yeah. <laughs> I really liked, so, I really so, like. his. I'm so
1: sorry to everyone. But yeah, the guy, I was like, oh, look, it's Rufio. Like, I don't. Yeah. yeah.
0: Rufio. <laughs> Paka, it's hysterical. Like, he's talking all that smack. Like, I know. I did the same thing. I was like, he's dead. Like, as soon as he started, like, <laughs> cool. Congratulations. It's, it's... You're an idiot. I,
1: he redshirted himself, man. That's all. Yeah.
0: I really liked it. I liked I liked everyone's portrayal. I liked the Frenchman's portrayal. The fact that like they're a bunch of like dirty, nasty trappers in the woods.
1: Well, I mean, that's pretty accurate, yeah. Yeah. For the time so. period, for sure. The only thing I didn't understand is how they were hunting the predator. How they knew about it and like knew that it was hunting bigger and bigger game. Like, there's some untold story there. I don't think we need to be told it, but there there was a little bit of something there. Maybe Tabe tells them because uh. they capture him first. Maybe, but he isn't really aware of the like. He's barely aware of it. I, I don't know. Sure. They held, also held like some. They held something out that had like the predator runes on it. You know. So I, I'm mm. not sure, but maybe, maybe it's like I said. It's not worth getting into. But maybe plot hole. We got a plot hole over here. So do you think they're gonna do a sequel? Well, so did you watch all the credits? Yeah, I did. So do you think they're gonna do a
0: sequel? I don't think so because they these movies don't. It's hard to take these movies well in terms of direct sequels because the in the in the greater Predator mythos, whenever one of them dies or Mm -hmm. is killed, usually what happens is they so at the end of Predator Two, after Danny Glover kills Homeboy, the other ones show up and are like, "Hey." You killed him, which, you know, wasn't really cool because it was my bro, and we were supposed to have dinner at Thanksgiving this year, but, you know, he, he died doing what he loved. Uh, here's yeah. a gun.
1: Yeah. Here's here's a trophy. A trophy. Yep. And in Pre- uh, Alien vs. Predator, she gets a trophy as well. Yeah. And yeah. so I think that, like, that's what happens. They come,
0: they meet up with Naru and these Comanche, and for whatever reason, like, the gun gets traded back. Or that it, maybe it gets taken. I don't know. I mean, they might do a sequel, but I just don't think they will.
1: I mean, I wouldn't mind the uh, pseudo-sequel where it's enough time has passed where that's all just like, really, that didn't happen. That's just stories. Well, it but becomes a legend. Yeah. It becomes a legend, but it's still some time in the past, you know, and so the gun can reappear. Like, it's been handed down through whatever line, through people or trades or whatever. You know, it could have ended up, I don't know, somewhere in the West Coast. Uh, in the, the early 20th century or something like that. It would be interesting to see another movie in between the two time periods where the, the gun shows up again. That's an interesting take on creating Predator movies where we're just going to follow this pistol. <laughs> if
0: they do make another Predator movie, I would actually prefer if they did, if they went even further back. There, I remember there being a comic book. I didn't buy it, but I, I read a comic book about like one of them fighting a blind samurai. Oh, that would be cool. In ancient Japan. Or medieval Japan or whatever.
1: I'm pretty sure that's all just, uh, there were a bunch of comic precursors to like Alien vs. Predator for all the different looking Predators. And then there was a sequel comics to Predator 2. There's actually a comic called like Predator 1715 or something like that, where he Mm -hmm. fights a pirate who has the gun. Like it's like telling the origin story of the gun. So that's red. Yeah. It's what it's, there's different, there's also the things they can do. And obviously like, I know Alien vs. Predator, dubious canon that it is uh, for what canon is to these movies. I mean, the Predators have been here forever, essentially, is the message of that film. Man, do I just hate the ancient aliens thing. Like, I really, I really, really do. There's ways to do it well. Like, I think Stargate does it well because it's not like they were here the whole time they discovered us, you know, and they influenced us in some way because they visited, but they didn't, like, invent these things. They didn't give us the technology to become who we are. It's not the normal ancient alien thing and then you have Alien vs. Predator where it's like well we as a society wouldn't exist at all yeah. if it wasn't for aliens visiting us and telling us how to stack rocks and the only way that makes them go higher a pyramid yeah. like oh without God. them falling over Yeah. oh yeah without them falling over sorry I didn't give that uh, <laughs> a very crucial piece of uh, requirements there yeah overall I, I think I'm pretty happy with this film I only have a couple more questions for you okay who is Kelsey Grammer
0: I want to say he's the the big beard, as he is credited the Frenchman. Mm. But like, there's like a weird part of me that wants him to be the predator. Yeah, like, there's a tiny bit of like it would make a completely different movie because it would become a comedy. But like, it, like when the mask comes off and it's just his face, like
1: from here yeah. up, it's got the same forehead.
0: Yeah, and then it's just right here is the mandibles.
1: No, I I, I mean he'd have to be one of the Frenchmen. Uh, of the course, only way would yeah. make I sense. think probably the 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 burly one that I don't know is that the the one that she captures and uses as bait. Is that yeah. the, the bearded one you're That's talking it. about? Yeah, I had to yeah. agree. As funny as it would be to have the predator take his mask off and like, is that is that Kelsey Grammar? KG, what? What? Yeah. Mister Grammar, what are you doing, <laughs> Mister Grammar? I'm sorry. All right, cool. Did you have an idiot of the film that isn't one of, or all three of the hunters that capture her right before the predator kills them all?
0: Well, I don't think any of them are the only one of them that's idiots is an idiot is the guy who like stands out in the open. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like for the, like the other two hide behind the tree and for the most part do what they're supposed to be doing, which is they're fighting this thing that just killed one of their compatriots. It's definitely Paka. It's the guy who gets himself killed. Like, 100%. 100%. He had a bright neon sign above his head the entire time he was talking. It's just, I'm dying. Oh, I'm gosh. going to die. Like, every, every word that came out of his mouth, like, I don't remember what the words were, but it sounded a lot like, the lion's about to kill me. See, yeah. here in a second, the lion's going to
1: grab my foot and it's going to drag me off this tree and then yeah. it's going to crush my larynx and murder me. I knew, like, finished watching this film and I was like, Chris and I are going to have the exact same Kelsey Grammers and the exact same <laughs> idiots in the film. There's just no way around it. There's no way I around mean, it. I mean,. You could make
0: an argument that all of the Frenchmen are idiots. And, and what I mean by that is, especially the ones like after after they saw the first of their friends die, that they didn't all immediately run. And I mean, it, you can, I don't want to say you can hand wave it because they, they're all split into different groups. Like there's the ones that are on the horses, and then mm-hmm. they get killed first. And then there's the guys laying down that turn around, and then they get killed second, right? And sure. then they just start hearing the gunshots. I don't know. If I was in that group of guys who... When he was jumping over us in the expo- the and he was dropping the explosives. So I think Big Beard Big Beard was right. Yeah. He ran away. Like at sure, his sure. first opportunity, he's like, I'm bailing. The only reason why he even dies is because uh he decided to take a bath. Nehru was dishing out some concussions right, after getting yeah. a few of her own. I think all the Frenchmen you could say are idiots of the movie, but like if you put
1: like if I had to pick one, it's Paka. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. I think he's the only one who acts as a person, like as an individual that leads to his own demise. Yeah. They had a lot of groupthink and like ulterior motives as the the trappers. But yeah. yeah. All right. Perfect. Fantastic. Worth the price of subscription? 100%. Yeah. If you don't have Hulu, just get the free trial and then have a Predator marathon. It's fantastic. You can yeah. watch one, two, Prey. And then maybe if you want to, watch the others go for it. I liked Predators, I think. It's all right. It's all right. It doesn't have the same vibe. And the ending is, the ending is lame uh i'm not a fan it's good but also danny trejo goes out first in that film problematic that's problematic for me yes so that movie came out in 2010 yes
0: famously adrian brody taking a turn as an action i which i really enjoyed adrian brody in that movie i thought he did a pretty good job
1: i don't know what they did to his like this i don't think his voice is normally that deep no, it's no, not. it's not. I'm like, was he just ba- trying to... What is he doing? It was exactly. Exactly. It sounded like Batman the whole time.
0: That movie came out in
1: 2010. There was another
0: movie that came out right before then, 2007, called The Condemned. Have you ever heard of this movie? No. It's a WWE action movie. Oh, with yes, I have heard Steve of it. Steve Austin. Yes,
1: I have heard of it. Because <laughs> I was watching WWE at the time, and I remember commercials for Condemned, yeah.
0: It was like the same concept of, we're going to parachute a bunch of these criminals onto an island, and uh-huh. then... They're going to fight for each other for survival yeah. or whatever. And then when that when I watched Predators, I was like, huh, mm, someone owes somebody a, a writing credit somewhere. <laughs> I, I think I've liked all of them, the, the exception of the the two AVP crossovers. And like I said, I haven't seen the Predator. so
1: I actually don't mind the first Alien vs. Predator. I think that if they had just stuck to the rated R rating... If they stuck to the radar. if they just stuck to making it a rated R movie like the rest of the films in both of those franchises, yeah, it would have been much better because they could have shown more of the action. But I like the little, the little story we had. the Ancient alien things aside, uh, the second one is absolute garbage. It's real bad. I saw the Predator, the newest one. I didn't hate it, but it definitely did not like. It set itself up for a direct sequel, and they have not done it. So mm, there you enough. go. That's all we need to know. I would be interested to see what you think about it. If you do get around to watching it and dear listeners, we would love to hear what you have to say about these movies and many, many others. If you have opinions, you want to share grievances, complaints, questions, whatever you can uh, send them our way. Sci-Fi at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at sci-fi wise guys. you DM us, or just add us. Either way, we'll we will respond. Uh, if you have suggestions for other things we should watch, any other straight to stream science fiction or science fiction adjacent media, please let us know. Uh, we love getting listener suggestions. <laughs> it just makes it easier to fill out the schedule if you tell us what to watch. <laughs> Let's yeah. be honest. Lastly, if you enjoyed what you heard, like, subscribe, follow, hit the little heart, leave us that five star review on iTunes. We'll read it on the air. Like, leave us a five star review anywhere, and we'll read it on the air. And by we, I mean Chris
0: yep stay healthy stay hydrated and if you're ever being hunted by an intergalactic predator alien just um
1: don't be a threat i guess yeah, I mean. just run away <laughs> just leave drop your weapons drop the weapon done done <laughs> i'm out thanks guys right i, mean, I think actually the, the lady in alien vs predator lives only because she's like oh you're here for this here's your gun we cool yeah. dog like yeah, she I just like this. sits down I'm, I'm
0: cool man I'm cool you've killed everyone I know we're cool I'm not about I'm not about that life
1: <laughs> <laughs> thanks guys bye my favorite bit from that show is in season two, the bad guys, I'm trying to f- see if I can find a picture of it. Their flag is just like a white moon, like a white circle with a, with a wolf howling at it. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. I love it so much. Uh, it's really, really good. Um, definitely worth checking out.